Hello friends and welcome to part 10 of our series that I've entitled 66 Books. 66 short podcasts that take an overview of each of the 66 individual books of the Bible, which is 2 Samuel, the book of the expansion of the Kingdom of God. As I said in the introduction to 1 Samuel, originally 1 Samuel and 2 Samuel were one book. 2 Samuel provides us with an important record of the next 40 years of the reign of David. When thinking about the author, like 1 Samuel, technically the author of 2 Samuel is actually anonymous. Jewish tradition say Samuel himself wrote it. Most Bible experts agree that he definitely did write 1 Samuel from chapters 1 to 24, but that perhaps he did not write the remainder of 1 Samuel or any of this 2 Samuel, because the fact that he's died is recorded in 1 Samuel chapter 25 for us. So Samuel most definitely wrote part 1 of Samuel, and we're told that in various places in the Old Testament but many believe that Nathan and Gad probably wrote the tail end of 1 Samuel and 2 Samuel. And there's a scripture in 1 Chronicles chapter 29, verse 29 that suggests that. But the bottom line is no one knows for sure which of them wrote what. There is a suggestion that some of the material gleaned from this book was created by someone called Jeshur, and the reference to that is 2 Samuel 1 verse 18. Thinking about who this book was written for, the recipients. Second Samuel, as I said, could not have been written before the death of Solomon and the division of the kingdom, because 2 Samuel chapter 27 verse 6 refers to the kingdom being divided. On the other hand, there's no mention in the text of the Assyrian captivity of the northern kingdom, nor is there any sort of allusion to the beginning of the decay of the kingdom. Thus the content of these books, particularly the second book, point to a time after the division of the kingdom. So many believe Second Samuel was probably written around 925 BC. The content of 2 Samuel indicates that this book was not written necessarily to correct something terrible going wrong in the lives of the recipients, rather it was written to instruct the recipients concerning the consolidation of the kingdom as God, as well as to teach some good spiritual truths along the way. Thinking about the main message, like 1 Samuel, 2 Samuel is more than just a biography of a man. More specifically, the subject, as I said, is the consolidation of the kingdom. With God's blessing, David consolidates and expands the kingdom, but we also see that David's sin weakens it on occasion. The message of 2 Samuel is that God wants to expand his kingdom wider. 1 Samuel showed the establishment of that kingdom, and now in 2 Samuel we see the consolidation of the kingdom of God. In 1 Samuel we see David being schooled and prepared for kingship. In 2 Samuel, David is actually on the throne. Thinking about the literary structure of 2 Samuel, in a sense it's a bit like Ruth. It's a story. The book is a narrative which records one story after another. And the phrase, and it came to pass, occurs many times throughout the book, particularly at the beginnings of chapters. 
but the main structure of the book is in two sections. The first ten chapters is really David's triumphs and the consolidation of the kingdom, where he becomes king over Judah only at Hebron, and that is from chapters 1 to chapter 4. And then in chapter 5 to 10, we see David as the king all over Israel at Jerusalem. Then in the second half of the book, from chapter 11 through to 24, we see David's troubles and the battles he has in consolidating the kingdom. And those things occur firstly within his family and then within the nation. Thinking about the purpose of this book, many believe that there are three main purposes as to Samuel. Firstly, the purpose is to trace, as I say, this consolidation of the kingdom. As 2 Samuel opens, David is made king, but only over Judah. And by the end of chapter 4, he will be king of all Israel. So part of the purpose of this portion of 2 Samuel is to trace that consolidation. But also, the purpose is to show the expansion of the kingdom. With his rule established over the kingdom, David's rule expands to the boundaries originally promised to Abraham. Then the third purpose of Samuel is to trace the effects and to show the effects of David's sin, both within his own household and the kingdom. Second Samuel does not end with the expansion of the kingdom. It goes on to tell of David's fall into sin and how that sin affects not just his family, but the whole nation of Israel, the whole kingdom of God itself. So to try and summarize 2 Samuel in just one short phrase, I would say that an unknown author or authors, probably Nathan and Gad, recorded for Israel around 925 BC that David, with God's blessing, would be seen to consolidate and expand the kingdom of God, but his sin weakened it. And I suppose the message then becomes God wants to use us, to use his people, to expand his kingdom rule and authority. But beware, falling into sin can not only delay, but will weaken that process. <laughs>